Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. I don't know what to say because the universe is against us. It really, it really, really is. Just take our word for it. But we got a great show. Oh, do we not want to mention why the universe is <laughs> no. against us? Is that no. going to jinx it? <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. Every time we've gone to say something, it's not. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, you're going to talk. We're going to move about me. on. <laughs> we're going to move on. So, with that said, we got a great show. We're going to talk about strong female characters. In movies, literature, TV, cartoons, whatever, even video games, there are some out there. So we'll talk about that. We have a special guest with us tonight, Allison Peterson, who has Yay. put up with our craziness. She's laughed at our lame Most jokes. Been here for an hour and hasn't said two words. <laughs> I'm kind of scared now. Three, three words. Yeah. I don't know. Last time I was here, didn't I threaten your life? It's very yeah, possible. Probably. Yeah. It's because of the couch. Can we? Can we have that audio clip? I want. Yeah, it was on one of the shows. <laughs> I know. I kind of said I'd kill him if I put him in my book. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, and that's when you Oops. responded, I don't want to be in your book. <laughs> well, it scares me because he was just telling me that he wasn't a he's fan. In of it, he's in my book now. But, oh, shoot. See, you're going to kill him? No, he didn't die. Oh, okay. I was nice. But you're mad at your the characters. Sequel. You are angry with your characters. You're not right in that book. Oh, okay, good. But I might put him in that book. Yeah, wait. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's cool. a lot, a lot of people are going to die in that book. I'm just going to rip that page off the book and go, see that character? That's me. I died. Yeah. See, okay. <laughs> I know that we're talking about something completely different, but as authors, how do you feel good about killing off a character, especially a beloved character? Oh, it depends on the character. Totally depends yeah. on the character. I have a character already in the new one that I want to kill. It's like Joffrey. You know, how you're just like, I want to see that guy die. Okay, okay. Oh, I yeah. Or they have to die. Yeah. You set them up because, ooh, you have to die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see, now that's not fair. Like, you got the mentor that has to die. Like, that no, 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 I, I never... I want the mentor to survive once. Yeah, I, I did that specifically because I wanted <laughs> my mentor to survive. But no, it's like you have that one character where it's literally like just evil enough or they're mm-hmm. annoying enough. But no, I oh, I cool. literally cry every single time I, care, I kill off somebody I care. And I'll do that whole where I have to put my laptop away and be like, yeah, I'm going to take a me day. And it's really embarrassing. I see? haven't had that yet. Even when I kill off a character that I'm writing, like as a juvenile junior yeah. writer, <laughs> amateur, right? amateur, amateur, amateur. I don't even know if I qualify as an amateur. novice. I, <laughs> I use napkins, you know, uh, that are lying around. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, they you just best but, film ideas around it. Then, even then, when I'm like, okay, we're gonna kill this character off to provide motivation, and it just feels right, and oh, 
but you're coming back. Don't worry, you'll be back in the sequel. Like that's it's sci-fi. It's magic. No, you know? no, no, no. Let's let's put it this way. And my in book three that's not coming out until next September. Uh, oh, this year. Oh, we're it's, in it's 2017. This no, September. September. Guess who's going to be in our show? There. Then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a hey, character. Comic Con. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Ooh. No, it'll come out special so, just for Comic Con. Mm-hmm. But um, when I when I killed off this one specific character, um, I couldn't write for two days. And it, because it was so personal for me. It was personal, personal. Because the person that I put in that character died in real life, and then I killed him off in the books. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was like losing that person all over again. And I had to stop writing for a while. I haven't reached so. that point yet. Huh. You're just glad. Because you don't care about well, no. anything. So <laughs> I killed off two characters in my last book, and one was just like, whoa, um, did I just really do that? Okay, that yeah. works. <laughs> Because I wasn't funny on oh, killing that shoot. character. So you're the serial killer writer, and right? Then, well, no. And then the other guy, <laughs> he, I get. It's like, okay, I'm gonna make it look like you're dead and bring you back, and I never did. I never brought him back. See, and that's how I want. There's a show that I'm watching that that happened. I'm like, oh, he's not really dead. They they killed him in like two seconds. He's definitely. Why isn't he coming back? Yeah. We're like six episodes in. He's still not back. You yeah. know, maybe if I write a sequel to that actual story, maybe I'll bring him back. I don't know. But um, I'd say you're more of like a Avenger, uh, what is it, a detached god than a serial killer. So you're like, oh, look, that person died. I'm yeah. just coming back home real quick. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've talked to several authors <clears throat> like Ari Salvatore. Um, when his character died, because, I mean, he's been writing them for over 20 years, when certain characters died, he's like, yeah, it was like losing a friend. It's like I literally had to stop writing for weeks and grieve, and so I'm. I would love to get to that point where this character is so much a part of me and part of my life that I could do that. But I'm still starting out, so it'll be interesting. But okay. let's move into the topic. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm very interested in talking. This different episode. I have, we got one, t- I have one more question. Okay. Make, can, we we'll do, can we make that another episode? Because I really want to talk about this. You want to talk about killing people on paper. Well, you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, oh, this show premeditated murder. It's legal. So. Stay tuned for our next show, which will be strong female characters, because apparently Scott has hijacked oh, the show. To <laughs> how I'm to curious. Kill your what's the question? And how to kill your friends? Okay, All right. <laughs> that's even. Worse. I'm just gonna write a short story now, so I can learn to kill my friends too. No, he's gonna write a short story. Every character is gonna be based on me, and he's gonna kill them in a separate way. Now that's a serial killer. <laughs> Yeah, right there you there. go. Dude, that, that's, that's an awesome That would be story, really cool. It's called Game of Thrones. No, it, no, it's no, Game no, no, of no. Thrones and Groundhog Day mix where every day the only... You know, that would be a psychological thriller. Yeah. That everybody dies? No, well, no, 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 no. no, no. It's dying, like you build up several chapters and kill somebody off and then you introduce a new character and build it up and then kill them. I mean, that would be that would be very cool. I have an ingenious idea. So well, if I mean, you make a mistake and you want to reset the day, you have to kill your best friend. Oh. And then that triggers a reset. Until one time ah, when I tell you don't have best friends oh. anymore. No, no. Just, oh, that's he's, cool. he's back alive because the whole day reset. Oh, oh but what would be cool towards the end of the book is to find out that you <laughs> have limited resets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. How many resets? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah, you have limited uh, resets. Dude, I got to go out like that. I think you just hit eight. I gotta go outline this tonight. 
So what happens if you just decide, okay, and that's Scott's it. Scott's the character. Scott's this the is character. The, stop it! Stop <laughs> trying to kill me! He's the best but friend. you come back! Well, yeah, 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 but what if you say, okay, this is life, I'm not gonna kill, and then all of a sudden, like, you're at work one day, and all of a sudden, the day resets? Oh, I guess he must have died. He <laughs> must have got hit well, by a car. Somebody. Something came The only person that knows that things reset is the, is the main no? character. But if the main, if the main character's best friend just dies without the main character killing him, this is me killing. Well, no, the, the main Ooh. character is the one that has to kill. He yeah. Has to kill so him? if yeah. he dies otherwise, then he's gone for good. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So you have to protect your friend so you can kill him. So like, is there a scene now? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's is, awesome. I need to kill you. He's so, like, I need to kill you. So is there not like a you scene kill when you. he's in the hospital. He's like, I think. I think I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is for the best. It's pretty darker when we reset. <laughs> that would be awesome. Story. We'll try that again. Or. You know, there, there's a whole... <laughs> For uh, real. No, 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 no. We're authors. There's yeah. a difference. <laughs> no, okay. You, you authors. You can write out what they wish they could do into a story. You're like, you bunch of sick people. This is awesome. No, well, I we really are. I'm, I'm glad that you're very happy. I would lend you a computer, but I don't if want you If you need help, it. I will help you if with that. Yes, either that of these two's best friends, please find <laughs> your best friend. We need to write this together. Because they have fantasies of killing you daily, yeah. apparently. Well, the first time would hopefully be an accident. <laughs> and then they realize No, it, it couldn't be an accident, because Allison then he would die for good. Developed a joint. you killed him by accident. A joint book. Apparently, I'm still stabbing I don't know why stabbing is <laughs> every time just, kill. Like, this yeah. isn't the sign language for kill. No. It's it, a great scene as you're just walking by and you get pushed into an elevator shaft. Um. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, they got ideas in their heads and it's a little creepy. <laughs> See, and for me, like, I, it is so difficult for me to kill a character. I think I've killed two characters in all of my writing. If you're attached to them, I can see it. But if you're writing some random person, I mean, with the intent knowing they're going to die, I don't feel like Well, if you're writing mad. a disaster flick, one of my buddies, uh, Talking about serial David Klein, if you guys are wondering, wrote Mega Tsunami. It's obviously about a mega tsunami. So a lot of people die in there. But, I mean, you know, it's just, you know, death. Lots of death. But mm-hmm. characters you don't really know about. But even then, I feel something. I'm like, oh, wow, I just killed off, like... Well, in that yeah. aspect, when it's a massive amount of debt, you're not attached to the characters in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. Mm-mm. So do you guys feel nothing when you saw the new like War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise? And no. people were like annihilated and just poof! No, because... clouds no. and dust um, and particles. Tom Cruise is in that, and it was horrible. <laughs> he didn't die <laughs> he in that, horrible. No, but it was... Oh, see, now Agent Tomorrow, so, he dies like 20 times. See, now that... Oh, that's I love seven. the original audio drama of War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. So much better. Oh, yeah, because it's amazing. Your imagination is making up everything. To see Tom Cruise in there, it's just not believable that he's a hero. You know, Why? Five foot five fr- people can save the world, Daniel. No, they can't. Hey. Five foot five? Hey, I know. I am five foot, and I will uh, save the world. <laughs> she, she, she can kick her butt. Last time, <laughs> I was sitting belt. on the couch, and it was like, I don't know how tall she is. Now you're sitting in a chair, and I can't judge how tall you are. <laughs> I'd be careful around her. She's already said know, she's she's killing kill you once. And now this is the conversation is killing people. Hey, you brought it up. That's true. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you, it's supposed to be a created a happy episode about strong female leads. Now we're talking about... How do you get off of this topic? <laughs> like, you started it. No, 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 no. Like... You, you guys it. say something about killing someone. I'm like, how do you do that? As no, I think he brought up his book, and then you're like, and you're going to kill me. And <laughs> yeah. And then you just kind of went on, and then we've evolved to this show. Okay. Maybe, so we now have okay. another show in, 
on tough. Yeah, we can talk about killing people. The strong female character will be the next show. show. I'm very excited about that. I'm also excited to know how you guys can just how you guys can live with killing off characters and fall in love. This this is is what I've I've uh, I've talked to another author about this. He's like writing is therapy that allows you to do things you would never do in real life, but you can do it through writing. You know. I would never kill you. I'd never kill McKay. But, but, I but he'll kill, kill me. <laughs> so that's you totally legal. He can kill me because yeah. with me it's okay as long as it's not you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, that's you just yeah. do that. It's still going. It's awesome. Okay. Okay. Um, it must be that USB port. But you know, that's the kind of the cool thing, you know, like with that character. I wasn't expecting it, but I was totally okay with it. It flowed with the story. Mm-hmm. Um. But this whole cool idea of Groundhog Day reset thing with killing your best friends. Love it. Well, you know, and it depends, too, how much research that you have done. Because, you know, I mean, everything I write, I write a lot of strong male warrior type characters. Mm -hmm. So I went and interviewed a lot of Marines. And their take on war was actually very um, educational. They, They... opened up my eyes to sight, sound, smells, what it feels like. And, and of course, they're talking about their front lines. They're out right in the action. Um, a lot of them, you know, it wasn't real what they were doing, pushing the buttons and setting off bombs and shooting, you know, directly in until they got into the town that they had just decimated. And then it became a reality of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And then it totally changed. Well, that's how I feel about my writing. So, I mean, to me, it's like, you know, we can kill people off, and we can talk about it, we can laugh about it. But really, when I, after talking to these men, it becomes infinitely more personal, just from what they went through. I mean, it's like um, this one guy, I mean, he went through a PTSD episode in the middle of our interview um, because his commander, you know, just decided they were smoking their tank, and he popped his head up, and shrapnel took his head right off, right in front of him. It was just split second. And that's something that he had to, he's had to deal with because to him it was, I should have been the one. That was my commander. He should have sent me up. Why did he have to go and I st- stay behind? Yeah. Because that whole warrior mentality, it's more than just, I'm going to kick ass. You know, I'm going to go and I'm going to be strong and massive and wonderful. Um, no, it's more than just fighting. It, there's a whole psychology behind it that is deeply layered. Well, not only that, they bond. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing the Spartans did is, you know, when you fight with your brothers, you form a bond or a relationship and you fight even harder to protect one another, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 There's a reason I didn't go into the military. Yeah. <laughs> no. I would have been the guy, like, peeking his head up. Like, I could never ask, I could never order someone else to do that. Like, yeah, no. Check well, I know, I mean, I know Well, and someone. I wanted to, but, you know, I'm only five foot, so, of course, they don't want me. Man. No, I I know someone <laughs> that had a, my lungs only work at fifty percent capacity. They didn't want me here. <laughs> kind of a similar situation. Thanks, guys. I mean, he was he was overseas, and he's on a convoy truck, and it went under fire. And their their orders are if they're under fire, they floor it, and they just get the heck out of there in their vehicles. And he plowed over a car, and it was it was a family, you know, oh, husband and wife and their kids, and you know, react. Instinct kicked in. He slammed on the accelerator. Just plowed through, decimated the car and everyone in it. And he came back. He had nightmares for months just from that, you know. And he, mm-hmm. he he's had PTSD over that. And it's like, but you know, 
war zone. You know, you do what you have to do. See, I wouldn't be able yep. to drive after that. Yeah. I, yep. He's had issues since, but, you know, it, it, you know how do you survive that? And, but writing, you know, at least for me, I can experience that without having to deal with that insanity. I couldn't. <laughs> like... <laughs> Each writer's different. Like I said, yeah, every writer's different. I mean, honestly, I mean, how can horror writers write what they do? I mean, literally, they're talking about disemboweling people, chopping heads off <laughs> and limbs, and feeding bodies to pigs, or you know, all sorts. Oh, of Oh, and crazy they're some of the they nicest really guys you've ever met. Yeah. I mean, and and they're, Dan, Dan they're like sweet, awesome. innocent guys. Yeah. I mean, look, look at Stephen King for crying out loud. He's, <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, super He's nice guy. Really yeah. nice guy. Oh, you, did you see him when he came to Utah? Though? Uh, no, I've met him previously. Oh, I, I, I mean, he's that. just this really, he's a nice guy, and it, you just look at him like, what? I've read your books. <laughs> How can you be this way? I mean, Dan Wells, same way. I mean, I've read it. I no. know what I know I'm, what's gone yeah. through your head. You Not a serial card, and I've talked to him, and he has, I mean, you can he'll talk to no end about serial killers and this and that. And, I mean, so much to the point that his mother-in-law has turned to his his wife said, are you really okay? Do we need to get you out of here? <laughs> um, like twice. Yeah. But, yeah. again, another nice guy. And it's just what they write about, and it's separate. Mm-hmm. You know, some people can't do it. Um, you know, like, let's say, a zombie plague hit, and your wife was turned to a zombie. Kill Would you be able to kill her? Yes. Isn't that like the third? Why are you? Wait, yeah. So he so hates zombies. No, this is a completely separate. This is a completely separate. This is a completely separate conversation. We went to zombie prom, and she dressed up as a zombie. This was the one time in our relationship I could not kiss her. I couldn't even look at her. And we have an arrangement. We have an agreement because we love each other that much that we will kill each other if that comes down to it. Wait, there is a plan a cure for those zombies. Oh. You don't know about the cure. As far as we know, there's no dang cure. And I'm not so gonna. Good. And how many stories? How many stories have you ever seen? Oh, well, we're keeping them alive in the back room. Then it actually turns out happy in the yeah, end. Yeah, probably not. No. Maybe no, one. No. Yeah. Omega really? Man. What? Omega Man. They come up with a cure for for zombies. Pretty sure the Dead Rising video games. There's a cure for the zombies too. Really? There's originally Charles and Heston. They remade it, and it's I Am Legend. See now, I am legend. Like but he was keeping. Man. I thought he wasn't. Ke- he wasn't keeping someone that he loved, though, was he? No. And even then, it didn't turn out well for him. No. The dog. No. The, Spoilers. Did the dog live. The dog live. Oh, see, then. Dog didn't live. In the alternate ending, I'm pretty sure. Wait, wait. No, dog died in the book. Pretty I sure. Legend, no, in, in the, the movie. movie. In the movie. Pretty sure the dog died. Yeah, the movie. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, What's okay. And you I can't, can't kill a dog. You can't kill <laughs> you a dog. Cannot. For real. I don't cry when people die in movies. Um, yeah, I don't, don't care. About, like, I don't care. So you can't kill a dog. <laughs> you guys are super excited over a- the third Aliens movie where a dog is killed. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> but it's not a human doing the killing, at least. Redfern Girls? Oh, <laughs> why would you bring oh, that up? That's, so that's below the belt. <laughs> You're gonna write another book like that? I don't like. Oh, the other. <laughs> All right, so like the whole episode. series. Why don't we just bring up Marley and me while yeah. we're I at. did actually. <laughs> we were saying to go, but I was talking to her. It's all good. <sighs> oh, okay, so are we gonna get back to the feminist part? We're of gonna this make that a whole new show. show. That's, yeah, that's, that's we're doing a whole other show. Another episode. He just, oh, okay. he just created this into a, an entire separate Thanks. show. So if you have any Man. more thoughts about killing. Your best friend. How do you kill characters your best friends? Uh, no, just kidding. We're not what? killing your best friends, but no, in literature. Yes. I mean, I know a lot of people that put their friends in in things. Um, Michael Brent, which has been on the show, he wrote the book called The Longest Con, and 
and there are like a lot of authors that are friends of his that he's put in there, and it's hilarious. It's all about what happens behind the scenes at a convention when authors aren't at the table and aliens attack. It's an awesome what type of alien. So wait, you guys actually, like be more specific here. So you guys actually know your your characters when you create characters. You actually know who they're being based on. You don't just create characters oh, yeah. and say, "Oh yeah, the, um, person, got this history." In, in, you in some cases, yeah. In. Oh yeah, no. My youngest son is in my latest novel, and he made me so mad this week that I changed the scene where he kills the troll, where he has to kiss it, uh, because I am just that mean. I mean, he just pissed me off. It was a female troll. And I was in... Yep. Can I film this? Like, I already know, like, the, the, the goo, like, they use in Hollywood. Yeah. I know exactly. It's, yes. It reminds me of Ernest, scared mm-hmm. stupid. Uh-huh. He has to kiss the troll, like, you, like, you get the goo, and yeah. Daniel's yeah. making that icky mm-hmm. face. And, yep. You know, that's just and he face. just no. made me mad. I mean, a lot of times, when I'm thinking of characters, yeah, that's what I do. If it's not a person I know... It's a character in a show or something. I kind of like the way they move, the characteristics, the way they talk. Um, but their so, history, so like, their background. Yeah, and then, then with their history and their background, then I start taking pieces here and there because I kind of know how the character acts, then I can build the history. But, you know, like my characters in my current uh, story I'm working on, my main character, both, I have two of them, and I'm already on four pages of backstory on them before I even start into the real story. Okay. See, if, for me, I need to have a person, like a mm-hmm. face, to be able to apply that to. And once I find the right person that just kind of fits, like you see their characteristics, how they move, like what you were saying, yeah. then I can write, you know, pages upon yeah. pages, but until I see that human that I can actually base that on. But th- again, yeah. I don't know anything about these people usually. Yeah. It's like one or two lines that I see them, like in an Arby's line, I'm just like, you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but once you have that, then you build the story around that. Like, I know how many siblings this character has. Was the father stern or not? Or were they rich? Were they not? Um, And that helps. But, you know, getting a... So, like, finding the guy in the artist. Man, that's that's the guy. And then you build the story on that. Because you don't know anything more than him. But, you know, that guy is the guy that goes every day, works at a warehouse. No one likes him. You know... Every day he ties his shoes, goes to work, eats a bologna sandwich, but you know he's, Wait, he's, just, he's just waiting. He's just waiting. <laughs> After you've had so many bologna sandwiches, you <laughs> need <laughs> you need those sliders yeah. because I'll admit yeah. I'm addicted. Yeah. So you know, just, there's just that day everything goes wrong, and then he decides to blow up the warehouse. But and also you just say you base them off of people around your lives. But how often do you honestly tell those people, hey, that that's you in that book? Oh, There's they recognize authors. themselves. Yeah. I mean, again, Dan Wells. There are Did you guys try to change the names at least? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Except for Scott, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> see, and I'll tell people. No, no, in the book, he's Marcus Silver. Uh, see, the funny thing is, in my books, like I, I, I pick the character, but then I kind of glamorize them. Like there are people in my books that I based off from my books. Okay, in my stories, yeah, um, that I based off of real people uh-huh. and. I'll admit, like, there are certain things that when I'm looking at this person, I'm like, you wouldn't do that. My guy would do that. You're, you, no. But you can do that because it's your story and your guy can, and that's how you're kind of breaking out of that mold. Do you ever have trouble separating them? Oh, no. I don't. I do. Because I'll sometimes trust somebody in real life because of the character that I've written Mm -hmm. loosely based on them, and then remember, oh, wait. (laughs) 
They are nothing like you in this regard. I probably shouldn't have done that. I don't well my my training partner, um, for Taekwondo, she, you know, read my book, she loved it, and she was like, I know this character is me and I know why you did it, but I hate you for it. Uh because it was too much like her and it was a little too revealing. You know, like she really recognized herself. Mm. Wait, so when she said she hated you, it wasn't like, I hate you. It no, was like, it was like, no, I'm really not happy. How did you do that? <laughs> Why did you do that? Oh, wow. It was a little, I mean, yeah, she, I didn't, she wasn't before. too angry with me, but um, she was like. Your book yet. Yeah. <laughs> You're not, and you told not that That's bad. what I'm doing. When they know it's dead, then they'll obviously. See, the best part is now he's going to go buy the book. Where is it? When do I die? I'll buy your book just once it comes out. Well, I get free books here on the show, so I'm just going to have to ask you for a copy. <laughs> I don't get free books. Which reminds me. Yeah, I actually oh. bought your book. Oh, thank you. I haven't read it yet, though. I'm That's okay. There's a lot of books to read. <laughs> I, have yeah. I know. You get all the freebies, and I'm like, can I buy that once you're done? You're like, sure. In a year. I have one free Audible. I'll just bring, in, I'll just bring the ones I have. Don't know what to get. I'll give it to you. Star Wars after Get Stiffs. No, I don't want to download Star Wars when I've already listened to a Extreme Star Extreme Makeover Home ed- or Apocalypse <laughs> Edition. <laughs> it's Dan Will's book. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's about a, it's they, they really make good a book. beauty cream that you can you can actually go out and buy like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's muscle mass and Tom Cruise's hair and then you apply it and it changes to that. It changes your DNA to match that. What if you put it okay. in the wrong area? That's what I was <laughs> like, thinking. I don't need no. Tom Cruise's hair no. on my no. shoulder. So, you know so or your back. Or your shoulder. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> or, or your hand. Yeah. No. No. I like a little puppet. No. So it's not Tom Cruise at all. Oh, I think that's pretty, horrible. Pretty, 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 pretty. <laughs> it's specific. So it would be your hair. Your, the hair on your head. But what if you applied it to your foot? It would still only be your hair on your, on your head that would change. Oh. Yeah. Right. So instead of a thriller, it would be a comedy if it was just anywhere. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting because people can do that and redisguise themselves and stuff like that. So it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So instead of going getting plastic surgery, you just get this cream and apply it. Boom. Did you say McKay's nose? McKay's nose. Is that my best feature? My nose. (laughs) So you have a nice nose. Thank you. That's a good one. I appreciate it. Um, there's a lot of really good books out there. It's hard to just narrow it down to one. Oh yeah, there's a lot of them. Hmm. So many books. I know. But moving Sorry, forward, because we're almost out of time. Yes, yes, yes. So have we answered your questions on how... What was the question again? How you can kill, like, characters. Characters. Oh, that's right. You, you know that I actually did friend. research for this answer. podcast? I really did. I did research for strong female characters, because I was trying to think of... We're going to do be it. On the next show. We are going to do it. You'll be on the next show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, are you leaving? Well, no, it was oh, like, okay. it says we're almost out of time. Like, no, I really episode. did. No, 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 this no, 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 For this show. Pause for seconds if you can. We're almost done for this show. All right, so we we'll wrap this show up in the next couple of minutes. Okay. Okay, so, I just, I just, it's just hard for me to, see, and it's, it's one thing, like, when, so we were, mm, it's one thing when people, like, die <laughs> yes. in real life. Because yes. I, right. I have, I, I've seen that, I've ex- been there, I've experienced it. Um, I'm like the person in my family that every time we have to put an animal down, like I'm there because I don't want them to go out on their own. So mm-hmm. I am sitting there with them, um, I'm holding their paw as, as the light drifts out of their eyes, and it's, it is hard for me. But I know 
Well, my own personal beliefs mm-hmm. is that I believe, you know, I will be able to see them again. Oh, for sure. This is only a temporary uh, thing. Hey, this, okay, this is Scott's Religion Corner, my opinion. So, no, it's okay. there we go. No, um, keep going, keep going. <laughs> but if you're killing a character <laughs> off in your story, that's the same thing. You're there holding wow. their hand as they're passing away out of the story. Right. But in fiction, like it, it, but in once, fiction, it's once the story they don't ends, survive on. It you're right. ends. You right. know, I mean, right. that's done. right now. As long as they're alive in in these pages in the in the story, you know that there's still a possible future. As soon as you kill them off in the story, that's it. Unless you're George Lucas and you have a prequel. But <laughs> other than that, it's just it's it's oh, it's well, well, Avengers where they that don't really die. Character lives again over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> they get a repeat every time the story is read by a new person. And every person that reads that story gives that character a different life. Because how they imagine the person, they're going to look different, they're going to talk different, they're going to the way they move is going to be a little different. I don't different. know if I agree with that, though. I know. I'm just trying <laughs> well, to I mean, we, we had Scott's... We, we had your religion corner that just got tossed over your shoulder. But, you know, really... Well, it's like the... Oh, sorry, that... Okay, so that is like my opinion, and like when I'm a teacher, I do that. Like I'll take right, my tie, yeah, yeah, yeah. my shoulder, and say, "This is my opinion, guys." Okay, take so here's my tie toss then. Okay, um, I totally agree. Okay, there's life after death and all yeah. that, bloody, bloody, blah, right? But when this specific person in my life died, it was so final to me. It was I will not see this person anymore. I will not talk to this person anymore. Be around him, everything in this life yeah. for as long as I live. And that to me was, oh my gosh, that is final. That's final. I mean, when my grandma died, it was like, oh, thank goodness. I mean, because she was that woman that just hated kids. She didn't want to be around us. She she had no desire to have any sort of relationship with us. So when she died, it was like, oh, grandma died, you know. But like when this person died, it was like, I can't say I'm sorry. I can't say I love you. I can't say the way you treated us was horrible. And there's no way that you can change it. And that's how I feel about my writing. Because once it's done, once you've killed off that person, there's no going back. And then it becomes so personal that, yeah, I can't write anymore. And and it's like, okay, I just need a break from this. And then the way that I describe it in my book through my character's eyes, I've had people come back and they say, you know, I was a little traumatized by that because it was so personal. It made me relive when my parent died or, you know, my cousin or you know somebody who's really close to me died and they're like you know i cried i'm like well good i'm glad i got that emotion out of you but at the same time i'm like i know i did too like really bad (laughs) you know so i mean i understand why you can have a problem with killing off characters because it is very personal for you and that's okay yeah it's totally fine that's that's your style you guys did a really good job of wrapping that up because i do appreciate like the insights of you know, it helps other people who are reading your book also move on and experience. For sure. Because everybody has these moments, <clears throat> and that could help them deal with the pain that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something I never actually considered. I always just kind of wrote for my own, uh, le- not lethargic, uh, what's the word? My own therapeutic. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah. like no, I mean, uh, and I like what you were saying about how they do live on do. every time a new person reads that book. But um, you know, example. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, read the Dragonlance series. So in the second book, uh, Dra- Dragons of Winter Night, there's a main character that dies, and Tracy Hickman actually has t- told a story where he was at a convention and this 
huge biker guy. Tattoos, leather, chains, spikes, walks up to him. And Tracy's kind of like leaning back, like, oh, do I need to run? And the guy just has tears coming down from his eyes, and he pulls out one of the most weather-worn, loved book, paperback books that you can tell has been read over and over. And he goes, this book literally has saved my life and got me through the darkest times ever. You know, he, he's lost people, but, you know, that scene was therapeutic to him. It helped him. Um, and it's, it's a really tough scene, but and it's powerful, and it does connect. So, you know, if you're writing and you're able to do that, that can connect with someone else and help them. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Really, you want your readers to respond like that. You really do. Well, Even though it's hard, you, get you want emotional. it. If they're emotionally yeah. attached to a character, oh, my gosh. You're, mm -hmm. you're, that's like gold, to be mm -hmm. honest, because they're invested in your story. So I feel like I've learned. Sweet. And hopefully you have two, listener. Hey! <laughs> now I need that. Sorry, I the need more comedy. you know. Do, do, do. <laughs> I need comedy. I need it. Uh, no, I'm calling it. I really have learned something. Yeah. yeah. We well, went from <laughs> Now that Scott has hijacked this show, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned to our next show where we're going to actually talk about strong female characters. <laughs> Sounds like a good topic. Yeah. What do you want to talk about that? <laughs> wow, yeah. That, that, right. that is a good show. Why didn't we talk about it? Right. But that's it. We're, we're out of here. Second day. Hey, game time. Hey, one more thing before we go. We need to announce who the win this week's winners are for Wizarding Days. So, get ready. The winner of this week's two free passes to Wizarding Days is Lucas Christofferson. That's right, it's Lucas Christofferson. So Lucas, all you need to do is send an email to us at info dungeon crawlers radio with your na full name, first and last, and your email address. We'll get that over to the Wizarding Day folks, and then they'll be sending you information on your passes. So congratulations, and for those of you that haven't won yet, check out Next week, we'll be putting up another graphic with our next question for our final pair of passes to Wizarding Days. So, hopefully, you'll be uh, keeping an eye out for that. And we wish you the best of luck. Until next time, we'll catch you later.